0: From the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, welcome to this summer edition of the What is Truth Catholic podcast for August 4th, 2019. My name is Deacon Steve and I remain a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. Well, it's great to be back again podcasting after a couple of weeks of vacation, most of which was spent in Orange County, California. Overall, vacation was really great. It was relaxing. The weather, for the most part, was good. Not really great on the beach, a lot of clouds. But there were some challenges along the way and some incredible gifts that came out of this vacation. The gifts for me that came out of this vacation were well, the standard one time away from work, time to relax, those kinds of things. But then it became more than that. It was certainly time spent with my wife, time spent enjoying company together, that was a big one, and then some time to really spiritually reflect on where I am in my faith journey, what is going well, and what changes I need to make. And I learned a number of things along the way, three actually, that I will share with you as the situation warrants, that hopefully will be as helpful for you to reflect upon as it has been for me. I also had a medical issue for a day or so of the vacation that really kind of dampened it, but yet joy was found in it. As I talked about in my podcast before going on vacation, I was in an auto accident toward the end of June, and I was laying on the beach in California and got up. And the room started spinning and I had incredible vertigo and I was in an odd position. So I just assumed maybe I was just laying oddly on the beach. It went away in 10 seconds and I forgot about it. Next day I wake up, Monday, and um, gee, the room is spinning like unbelievably. It wouldn't go away. It lasted for hours. I was really frightened because now I'm not feeling well. I'm 350 miles away from home, can't really get medical attention. So I ended up going to a chiropractor, thanks be to God, that helped me. And from there on, you know, I guess some occasional dizziness, but the vertigo, at least for now and hopefully forever, is gone. But even in the midst of that, God's grace, God's love, God's joy was really evident to me. And I was able, and I don't usually evidence the ability to do this, I was able by God's grace to give to God my own suffering during that time so that it would be redeemed by him, added to the sufferings he made and he did for us. So it really, an extremely, just an excellent, I don't know how else to say it, vacation full of lots of gifts, good, bad, but overall a marvelous experience. This week we celebrate the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time and during this weekend's readings we hear about what's really important in life. That human beings have a tendency to go around living from idol to idol and we are called in these readings to really think about what's what's really important in our lives. Are we possessed by our possessions or do we possess them? And what is our, really, what does it mean in God's way to be rich? Rich according to the Lord, not rich according to the world. So these things on this 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time, although there's nothing ordinary about it, we are called to contemplate. So I encourage you to listen to the readings at Mass, to read the readings, and to really reflect upon what God is calling you to do. And now, we will listen to, of course, our Homily of the Week. Homily of the Week. Today's homily is stated as for the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time, for this weekend of August 4th, 2019. Once upon a time, there was a man who had nothing, and God gave him ten apples. He gave him three apples to eat, three to trade for shelter from the sun and the rain, and three apples to trade for clothing to wear. He gave him one apple so that the man might have something to give back to God to show his gratitude for the other nine. The man ate three apples. He traded three for a shelter from the sun and the rain, He traded three for clothing to wear. Then he looked at the tenth apple. It seemed to the man bigger and juicier than the rest. He knew that God had given him the tenth apple so that he could return it to God out of gratitude for the other nine. But the tenth apple looked bigger and juicier. And he reasoned that God had the other apples and all the other apples in the world. So the man ate the tenth apple and gave God back the core. In our first reading, we hear from the book of Ecclesiastes, that those famous lines, Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. And in this reading, we are reminded that things of this world, property, money, power, that we get anxious and work toward and fear being without, at the end of the day, we're not going to live on this earth forever. So that chasing after these things is truly vanity. In our second reading from St. Paul to the Colossians, we hear St. Paul say that things like immorality, impurity, passion, they're idols, and that these things, basically again, will not last. They do not bring us to God. And then in our Gospel of St. Luke, Jesus warns to us and those who heard him then to take care to guard against greed. And he tells the parable of the person who has a lot of money, makes barns to get more stuff, and then dies before he can even put it to use. And that ultimately, we are to be rich all right, but to be rich in what matters to God. What matters to God rich-wise, and what the world sees as rich are two very different things. We often strive after the definition of rich that the world gives us, right? Rich means having a lot of stuff, possessions. You know, when I was in Orange County, whoa, I saw more BMWs, more Mercedes, Porsches, Lamborghinis, Cars I never see at home in Arizona, practically, unless I'm in North Scottsdale, which I barely ever am. And just flooded with this. People that are rich in possessions. Lots of money. And if we're not careful, and they're not careful, chasing after these possessions is the definition of our being rich. And when we have a lot of stuff, we feel good for a while. For a while. Another... Rich thing of the world that we want at times desperately is power. We want control. We want control over our lives. Sometimes we want control over other people's lives. We want to have everything under control so we don't have to be anxious about anything. We want things to be the way we want them, and we chase after the need to have as much power and control as our, as we can get in our lives. And we may spend our life accumulating power and enjoying the power we have in our lives and even over other people. The other rich of the world that we often chase after is the richness of being honored, being esteemed, being well-known, being well-thought-of, having a high position in the world. These are things that we often hold dear. And we spend our time worrying about, you know, are we going to be perceived as being important or valuable? What if they think negatively about us? Oh, no. And when we live this way, we are living, trying to achieve and hold on to the riches of the world, not the riches of God. My brothers and sisters, if we are truly to live our Catholic faith, we must work ourselves and ask God's grace to be rich in what matters to God. So, of course, that begs the question, what matters to God? How is one rich in what matters to God? Well, what matters to God, above and beyond everything else, is love. God is pure love. The Holy Spirit is the love between the Father and the Son. We are called to be a people who love And if we are to live this way, to be rich in what matters to God, we must understand that love is not simply a feeling. It is a commitment, and it comes out of the love, if we are open to it, that we allow Christ to pour into our hearts. We experience God's love in our lives, and for us to be rich, we will then take that love and share it with one another. Being rich in what matters to God means being rich in mercy and forgiveness. It means being willing to forgive someone. Sometimes they don't deserve it, but we choose to forgive them anyway. It doesn't mean we allow ourselves to be used and abused by people, no, but it does mean that we do not hold grudges and that we are willing to extend the mercy Christ poured out for us on the cross, a portion of that, to one another. What what it means to be rich in what matters to God means being willing to sacrifice. Sacrifice our life. Empty ourselves of our own sinfulness and selfishness and love others, be Christ to others, even and especially when it's challenging, difficult, or inconvenient. What matters to God is the willingness to give up our lives in whatever ways we're asked to, to follow His will. His will, not our will. That's the kind of love, the kind of commitment, the kind of richness that matters to God. My brothers and sisters, in this world we are surrounded by the pursuit of the riches of the world. Money, power, and honor. We have to decide each day how we're going to live our lives. Are we going to chase after what the world says we're supposed to have? What makes us important, the riches of the world? Or are we to turn our lives and attention to God? to ask God to help us be filled with love, to experience and share his mercy, to be willing to lay down our lives, to have Christ be the center of our life, so that our purpose on earth is to do his will. His will, not our will, be done. If we, by God's grace, are open to his love and mercy and are willing to sacrifice ourselves, we will be rich and what matters to God. Well, we've come to the end of this What is Truth Catholic Podcast Summer Edition for August 4th, 2019. I hope and pray that you are enjoying the gift of this summer, a gift of time to relax a little bit, and to take time to reflect on where you are, where we all are in our journey to God. Are we living our lives in a way that experiences God's riches? Or are we spending too much time worrying, being filled with anxiety about being rich in the way the world seems to think we should be? So I can only hope and pray that we are all moving forward on the journey to holiness and really be truly rich in God's gifts. Let us pray. Lord, help us to recognize the truth, the truth you call us all to hear and to live. Help us to live this truth in the world and with one another so that we can be as you created us to be, truly free. And let us ask Our Lady, our Mother's help, in this journey. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. Until next time, God willing, this is Deacon Steve. I invite you to join me as we discover together what is truth.